I thought I would paste this episode from tail to nose, just as a way to organise my thoughts. My name is Nairi and I have to apologise for the delay of a week with this episode. I've been having a lot of technical difficulties, random beeping in the house, random dog barking, random husband (laughs) playing very loud games, Um, a, a smoke alarm that I couldn't silence that was beeping because it needed a new battery and I couldn't reach it. It was up too high and also my voice was just getting really croaky. I'm not actually sick, it was just really croaky. So I'm very sorry about this. I'm hoping to have more episodes lined up in advance next time. I have some already planned. (laughs) Um, So yes, apologies again. Here's the episode. Hello everyone, welcome to Stolen Our Hearts, the podcast about ferrets and other exotic pets. Today is episode 30. My name's Nairi. Today I decided I'd go back to basics and give some basic ferret care tips for beginners. First though, I wanted to share a story. I'm quite excited actually because the other day I was on a podcast called Flows For You. Uh, It was actually... A YouTube slash podcast um, so I was on camera which is a bit scary <laughs> a bit scary for me but I got my makeup on and I had a good chat with these two guys from Flow flows for you and I could talk about anything I wanted so of course I talked about animals and Australia and at the end of it this is their little their hook for their podcast is at the end they come up with a rap for the guest right so I have a rap now about ferret babies um also it was about ferret safety so like walking carefully and uh, making sure the oven door and the microwave and that is closed it's a very me song um I'm not usually into rap but I was just grinning my head off I couldn't stop so I'm gonna link it in the show notes and the song starts about at the one hour mark but it'd be great if you watch the whole thing I'm actually pretty proud of myself. I mean, you know, introvert, no editing happened. It was live as well. So I had people commenting as we were doing it. I'm very happy with it. Very happy. Um, Though I did forget that the little guys that lived in Kangaroo Island, I mentioned on it, are little dunnets. Um, I called them shrew-like things on the episode. They're dunnets. Anyway, go and check that episode out. It is fun. (laughs) <laughs> and you get to hear a ferret baby song. Also in the song they mentioned desexing um, because in the episode I talked about desexing and they're like what on earth is desexing? Apparently in America you guys don't call it desexing, uh, it's spay and neuter there. <laughs> um, I guess it's just sort of more of a, a gender neutral term, not that it was done for any sort of PC reason, it was just because it was easier to say, you don't have to specify the um, the sex of your animal and you're sort of removing its sex organs but I guess I'm guessing anyway in America you don't like it because it has the word sex in it 
Ooh. <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe we're just weird but um they're like what is this sex thing do you mean you have to have they have to have sex and i'm like well actually female ferrets and then i was explaining about how yeah it is true that if you don't take preventative measures um female ferrets if they don't mate they do have health problems anyway (laughs) they are so talented i mean they came up with this song after talking with me for an hour i didn't see them taking any notes um they must be so talented to just be able to come up with these rhymes and things straight away yeah very much (laughs) i have a lot of respect for that sort of artistry i mean i never really thought i'd be into rap music but there's definitely talent there (laughs) go and give them a listen so i'm actually redoing this episode because i did a full episode and didn't realize that my mic wasn't working um it was working but not the mic i wanted it was the laptop mic instead of my headset mic uh so i'm redoing it and that's okay because i have a bit more information that i wanted to add anyway so um I don't know if you really needed to know that that I'm redoing it but I thought I'd share anyway so yes back to basics with this episode Uh, I thought I'd talk about basic ferret hygiene Uh, I thought it would be a good topic for beginner ferret owners to know about because I would like to move back to some of my original goals with this podcast sometimes which is to educate new ferret owners um i absolutely love talking about different animals of course and that is one of the goals of my podcast um and the other is to entertain ferret owners with stories of different ferrets that i've come across or help pet owners with a theme such as the grief episode which can cover any sort of pet parent doesn't have to just be ferrets obviously so anyway back to some ferret basics I haven't done it for a little while and it's a solo episode just based on my experiences and what I've learned if you have any more tips that I haven't mentioned to do with basic ferret hygiene please leave a comment and I might be able to add them into another episode I thought I would paste this episode from tail to nose just as a way to organize my thoughts So the first thing I'd like to talk about to do with ferret hygiene is rat tail. What on earth is rat tail you might be thinking? If you look at a pet rat or a wild rat, you'll see that their tail is pretty hairless. And lots of people, when they find their beautiful furry furry ferret losing their hair on their tail, they panic. So I thought I'd cover that today. And that condition of a ferret losing the fur on their tail is called rat tail because their tails end up looking like a rat's tail quite often Uh, it might be more tufty than that it might not be full hair loss but it often thins and doesn't look as fluffy as usual and if you look at it closely you'll see little tiny black dots on the tail now these are basically clogged paws they're blackheads they're little pimples on your ferret's tail and this can happen with overproduction of oil just like on a human face and it's basically a natural part of lots of ferrets fur cycles so don't panic if you see that happen 
Basically, the pores being clogged in the ferret's tail means that the hair follicles don't have any space to grow anymore. So they don't, the fur doesn't grow on their tail. So what to do to prevent rat tail or to treat rat tail is to, when you see it starting to happen, you get your ferret and you gently wash their tail with some, just some water on a cloth maybe every day. Uh, just give it a little rub um, and it usually helps rebalance the levels of oil in their tail and sort of gently um, exfoliate the um, the tail skin and get rid of some of those blackheads and usually the fur starts coming back with that or it will come back when their fur starts shedding or regrowing for the next season. Lots of ferrets just have rat tail seasonally and it's kind of like a too bad situation unfortunately it's just something that happens to some ferrets and there's not much that can really be done if um if that's the case that they have but for lots of other ferrets you can clean the tail and it gets better my winnie for example it was pretty obvious that he had rat tail a few months ago i uh, gave him a few washes and now his tail is beautiful again you can see some little blackheads if you part the fur but the tail's looking pretty good. So when should you worry about rat tail or hair loss? If the ferret is losing fur at the base of the tail only, that is unfortunately a sign of adrenal disease. So if you see that happen, go and take your ferret to a vet because things can be done to help your ferret in that case. Some ferrets also get apoplesia. I think it's pronounced <laughs> and that is what musky the ferret basically has it is hair loss without actually having a real big reason for it it's just something that happens to some pets and some humans okay a different section of the ferret's body now going to nails you do need to cut your ferret's nails um, because they can get caught on things and they can also split and it's very painful for a ferret if the nails get caught on things and snap off or they get trapped and that is very awkward for them um, in the past I have had ferrets catch themselves on carpet or on their blankets or worse on the ramp covers um, so one time early on before I knew what I was doing a bit more um, I had bits of fabric over the ramps um, and my guy didn't have very trimmed nails and he was climbing up it and his nails got caught in one of the um, in the fleece and then because he's a clumsy little guy he was panicking and he fell off the ramp and he was just dangling there by his toe. It was very lucky that he didn't break it um, and that he wasn't hurt. We heard him screaming for help and went to rescue him straight away. Yes, try not to do that to your ferret. So trim the ferret's nails. Also, I've found that ferrets with longer nails tend to get in more trouble because they can climb better because their nails are sharper so they can grip onto finer material that they couldn't before. Another reason why it's so important to trim your ferret's nails is because when the nails get longer and they're walking around, those nails push up the tips of their toes and that is quite painful over time. 
So, yeah, give those little feet a rest. People have different opinions on how often you need to cut a ferret's nails. Some people say every two weeks, some people say every few months, and different ferrets have different rates of growth. I've found that back nails grow a lot less fast than front nails and also my ferret's nails don't seem to split very often which is great so I don't trim them every two weeks, mine's more every month. And you have to um, pay attention to your ferret's nails because every ferret is different and I also like to be allowed I like to allow my ferrets to climb using their nails especially my boy who isn't so good at climbing in general and so he does actually need his nails to help him um, get up there onto the furniture and things with his brother with his sisters and previously his brother yeah so when you cut a ferrets nails you can look up some diagrams I can post a diagram uh, they have a quick in their nail just like a um, like a dog or a cat and that's the pink bit and that is where the blood is so you really do not want to trim that quick when you're cutting their nails because it really hurts them and also it usually bleeds quite a lot so one way to stop your ferret's nail from bleeding if you do accidentally get there quick is having a bowl of cornstarch or corn flour as we call it here and you can dip the ferret's paw in the cornstarch and it is a um, it will stop the blood by clogging up the the cut I guess because you can't put pressure on a on a toenail that's been trimmed too far unlike you could with another wound and so I like to have a little bowl of corn flour with me just in case I've only had to use it once because one of my guys pulled his little paw out um, and I didn't expect it so it wasn't so good. So there are two, at least two different kinds of nail clippers that you can get. You can use either one. One is more like scissors and the other is more like a little guillotine. Use whichever one you prefer. I like using the scissors because I find that I can see what I'm doing slightly better. And I'd use the smaller scissors because the blades don't open up as far, which means that the snip is quicker and faster than if it was bigger, if that makes sense. So the distance that it has to go to close is less, which means that the you cutting the ferret's nail itself is faster. So less time for them to wiggle around. Uh, make sure that they're nice and sharp because if they're blunt, it sort of just mashes the nail and that means you get split nails which again can cause quite a bit of pain for a ferret if it catches on something and rips off. If you look at a diagram of cutting ferret's nails I'll try and describe it for you and see if I can do it. So the nail will be curving probably and you want to cut the nail so that if you're looking at the tip of the nail no, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think I can properly describe this. So you want to trim it so that it isn't a blunt cut, but so it is a pointy nail still. And you don't want the point to be going backwards, if that makes sense. I will post up a diagram, 
because I'm not sure if I am explaining what backwards means. You want the point to be at the front of the nail, not the back of the nail, if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. So how do you go about actually cutting the ferret's nails? Uh, there are a few different ways to do it. One way is by scruffing the ferret. Um, and if you're a beginner, you might not know exactly what that means. It's where you grip the skin that is at the back of the ferret's neck. It is loose skin. And if you hold the ferret up while you're doing that, they tend to go limp, which is pretty good for medical procedures. Don't do it as a punishment. Just do it as a, as a way to do medical procedures that you can't do any other way. So you can scruff your ferret and then trim all the nails. I've only had to do that with one of my ferrets who um, didn't like the method I'm going to explain to you now. So I like this method a lot more and I don't know how, what, what it would be called. Um, but what you do is you get your ferret and you lie it on its back, sort of in your hands and you can put its, um, its back on your legs I suppose and then you get a bottle of a treat that the ferret likes so um, lots of people use salmon oil or around here there's a ferret oil called the good oil which is a um, I don't know a fortified oil of some sort that is made by a company that vets here seem to recommend uh, my guys like that quite a lot some people use Nutrigel I don't like Nutrigel because it has so much sugar in it um, or any of those pasty sort of things I don't like that some people use um, bits of meat or even drops of um... oh there's Freya again shush Freya shush nothing's out there it's quite late at night while I'm recording this um, so she thinks that someone's outside she's oh there is someone outside but not outside our house they're just in the park <laughs> oh it's okay baby okay so shh okay <laughs> um they get the juice from meat packs that they make so it's basically blood but it's not full blood it's sort of watery blood um and they can put that on their bellies or some duck fat or another appropriate treat and what you do is so you've got your ferret lying on their back and you put some you're holding onto them with one hand and you put the treat on their belly and then you quickly fold their head over so that they can see the treat that's on their belly and almost all of them it's amazing um, they reach down and they lick at whatever you've put on their tummy and amazingly all their little feet just sort of stick out and they are so focused on eating this treat that they will let you do almost anything to their tails or their or their claws it's really useful they might flinch a little bit but most of them will let you just grab their paws gently and trim all the nails um, you can sort of put a little bit of pressure at the bottom of their the pads of their feet so that the nails sort of split apart slightly so that you can get those scissors in the right spot and it makes it just so much easier <laughs> so it's like a the perfect ferret hack and then because they usually have, still have stuff on their tummies 
you can sort of just place them on their back on a couch or something and they'll just sit there cleaning that off um quite quietly for a while some of the photos of it i've seen online of like a whole business of ferrets all lined up licking their licking their tummies after their little manicure (laughs) it's just really cute um so yes that is one way that you can trim their nails and i think it's the better way I'll include this bit in the foot section. Some people seem to be concerned about their ferrets having dry pads on their feet. I haven't noticed on any of my ferrets it hasn't been a problem but apparently it's a problem for some people and they put um, different ferret safe moisturizers or oils on the pads of their feet. So if that is a problem for you you can look up um, look up the options for that I don't really have anything to recommend at this point and I don't even know if it is a genuine problem that ferrets have or if it's just naturally they have little rough pads on their feet I will look into that for you if anyone's interested next I'd like to talk about baths Um, lots of people bathe their ferrets on a regular basis thinking that it will help make them smell less and be more clean Uh, It turns out that washing a ferret actually strips the fur and the skin of the oils and that makes the ferret produce more oils (laughs) and that actually makes them more smelly. They also end up having sort of a wet ferret smell which isn't particularly pleasant. So you have that and the oils. Um, Yeah, it's not a good combo. So experts and I (laughs) recommend that you don't actually wash your ferret very often at all. I only really wash my ferrets when they are physically dirty so maybe they've rolled in some um, some poop in the litter tray because they're filthy little guys sometimes Um, maybe they had some um, some meat drip on them somehow happens (laughs) Um, maybe they got into something in the house Uh, they're the only real times I wash a ferret so I don't actually bathe my ferrets in um, in a bath. What I do is I pick my ferret up, I turn the tap in the basin um, onto warm, so a bit warmer than lukewarm, uh, because ferrets actually have a lower body temperature than humans, which means that water that feels warm for us isn't actually warm for them and they don't like being cold any more than we do it's a bit of a shock on their systems if you just plunge them in cold water obviously so nice warm water and I usually just have it running I don't um I don't usually just put the plug in um and then I just rub the dirty area with my hand (laughs) because I don't care at this point or a cloth if I care a little bit more maybe and it's easy to wash a cloth but it's just as easy to wash my hands right so (laughs) at this point oh my gosh I'm so gross at this point um I just use my hand to rub um rub the ferret's fur Uh, I don't use soap or anything I just use the running water and they seem to tolerate that pretty well um sometimes their tail might poof up or uh, they might wiggle a little bit but if it's warm um, and especially if I use a cloth rather than just holding them under the running tap obviously um, they're pretty okay with that and that's how I bathe my ferrets
Uh, I also occasionally let them come into the shower with us and that has gone pretty well. They don't seem to mind a rain sort of fall water very much, um, at least not now, <laughs> and especially if the shower doors open so they can come and go as they want. They often join us in the shower. Um, but that's not really bathing, that's more just enrichment. And what is the best thing about bathing a ferret is afterwards when they roll around desperately trying to get dry and they just go crazy with some towels. Uh, so I always have some nice um, ferret friendly towels, not your best towels probably, uh, available on the ground for them to roll around in and get themselves dry. Sometimes if my ferret is particularly dirty, um, I might shower them instead of washing them under the tap. I just make sure I keep their head out of the stream or else that's not very pleasant for them. Um, they seem to like that a lot more than baths actually or sink baths. They prefer the showers so I'll do that when I can. Just put them in there with me and rub until the dirt's off. Okay, so I've decided to split this episode into two because it's getting a bit long. So you can listen to the next part next week. And please come and join me on Stolen Our Hearts on Facebook or go to StolenOurHearts.com. I'm starting up a membership program. So if you know anyone who needs help with ferrets, please send them over to me. And if you know someone who you think would like to learn about ferret hygiene, please pass this episode on to them. Talk to you next week.